Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Doing less at a faster speed is as good as, if not better than, doing more at a slower speed. Good? Thank you, sir. All right, so I'm doing a tempo bench press with a band. Okay? And I just put music on. It's half, half a second of rep. Okay? So there, in that one, that was 15 reps at 95. There's a band on it, yo. Okay. <laughs> Don't be criticizing my weight. All right, same thing here. 135 with a band. And the band's underneath. And my requirement, again, is half a second listening to music. Most music has a beat reference of 60, 120 beats per minute. Okay, so if you, this is kind of fun, because kids like listening to music. And, ironically enough, the interesting thing was it makes it a little more focused. You know, then, okay, go do 10 reps, whatever. You know, now you gotta go do as many as you can at 120 beats per minute which is about half of that is 60, which is half a second, et cetera, so, all right? Um, so here's how I came to it. And I am not an elite level swim coach. Never have been, I've coached good kids, but uh, you know, this is my mind talking, but I've studied weight training forever. Um, so I came to it at 120 beats per minute for most upper body exercises, which is a half a second on that concentric phase. Okay, secondly, they have to, and because if you're doing freestyle, you're doing one pull, that's about half a second. Wild guess. Butterfly is 0.75 to one second for the entire pull. Again, wild guess watching some video. But the whole point of it is, is it's just a rough approximation of the swim, swim stroke, and it's a rough approximation of to how fast it should go. And then the banding helps decelerate all of that. And the whole idea is, and you just let them pick when they think it's too hard or when you see them slowing down significantly. And you can access, really, if you have like push-ups or something, you can do it all at once, which is great. Hip extension, the tempo needs to, in a lower body, needs to be a little bit quicker, okay? Because it's a smaller, quicker exercise than squats or deadlifts. So you would do that same kind of half a second tempo, okay? Then you can add a whole bunch of different things to that, the bands, okay? And increasing the tempo, quick tempo. Kettlebell swing, you just kind of let the natural tempo of the kettlebell, because it's kind of hard to over, overrun a kettlebell. So you're just popping using the hip explosion and all that. Again, that's tempo, increase tempo. Same thing with the band catch pull, and all that. Okay, so we've covered two, three things here. We've covered how to maintain strength. We've covered how to not, to increase explosive power and decrease muscle damage.
Okay, now we're gonna uncover a bunch of crazy differences that, that will have a ton of different considerations to all this. What's my time right now, anybody? Two, five, five, oh? Okay, and I'm going to 315, all right, good. All right, so body type, age and gender, event, training modality, and training experience. All of these add to all of this science gobbledygook hullabaloo that we've just been talking about. So within this body type, the little square right there, red square, are basically your average swimmers. Okay, and these are all the different, this is how PE people and fitness people categorize different body types that are athletic, relatively athletic. Okay, so if you look at the center group in the middle, that's probably your type two fibers, and if you go a little bit further, you get more type 2 sprinty type people, or some overweight type 1 people. <laughs> okay, back over on this side, okay, more type 1 endurance type athletes. So all of these body shapes and sizes are going to respond differently to whatever training thing that you do. So you have to kind of look at your athletes and go, you know, maybe that skinny kid over there needs to lift weights a little bit longer, even though they're a distance person. Or, you know, or that skinny sprinter over there might do better with, you know, faster explosive things. That's a consideration, what a body type looks like. And this is a hypothesis right down there, type one, type two, and explosive power. So your body type is gonna affect what they're gonna respond the best to. And again, post-test, evaluation constantly. You need to evaluate your strength and explosive power stuff as much if you do it as much as you do your swimming sense. If you don't, I mean, if I said, okay, go over there and swim, and I don't know, and swim, you know, that's exactly what you're saying in the weight room. And you're trying to do something very special in the weight room. I think it's a spreader's bias, but, you know, you got more than just distance people out there. All right, so that was the theory. Okay, so type one dominant first, Type two dominant in the third, uh, type two in that fourth column. There's male-female considerations because females don't have the same muscle architecture as, as males, okay? So what that may mean is that the leaner athletes can handle more strength work closer. Your more muscular athletes may need a little bit more rest or a little bit more specific maintenance type stuff. And how do you how do you determine that? Well, um, when the boomer stuff came out, right right towards the end of my career, at the end of the last century, <laughs> um, and they were talking about you know you float your athletes, so total immersion, you, you see what kind of float position they're in. Well, typically your sprinters are going to sink because they have a lot of muscle density and they're going to sink. So that's one way of telling you know, what kind of body type they have, because your endurance athletes will float better. And that was always kind of an interesting thing. All right, so let's talk about male and female considerations as well. Um, remember, 75% of exercise sciences research is on young males. So if you see a remarkable conclusion about a remarkable study that had this tremendous results, look at the content of the study, and go, what was the population study? And they're gonna say, oh, well, 18 to 22 year old males. That's great, 
I've got 18 to 20 year old males on my team, but what about my females? Not necessarily gonna happen. It's not gonna be the exact same thing, okay? Females tend to have a little bit more slow twitch fibers than men, okay? They also are more efficient because of it, they can use fat as fuel. Okay, so let's, let's back this up a little bit and say fat burning. And this is the worst expression ever made in the history of fitness. I'm doing a fat burning workout. Huh, what are you doing? I'm going really, really slow. <laughs> Great. You know, you can burn a higher percentage of fat than carbohydrates for fuel as you lay down.